You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Joining us right now on Basketball Central, he is a friend of the show. You can find his work at SLC Dunk. He is James Hansen, and he joins us on the program. James, uh, thanks so much for doing this on a Tuesday. Uh, it's it's great to have you, and we will get to uh, the Jazz and Donovan Mitchell last night in just a sec, but we did have some breaking news today. Uh, Robert Sarver is out. Uh, there is a new uh, honcho in Phoenix. Uh, Matt Ishbia takes over, buys the Suns and the Phoenix Mercury as well for four billion dollars uh I, i'm just curious what your initial reaction was when you uh, saw that news today um well first that's a huge price tag i it's a pretty desirable location and i think the suns are kind of you know the suns are a good team now already a very good team uh but you could argue they could have been better with just kind of the location they're near california um so you know happy for suns fans that they have a a new owner because i know for the longest time they've had sarver who's not a good owner mm. and sometimes having that good owner can change everything for you also every other owner in the nba has to be ecstatic because the price of their franchise just went up so they all made a lot of money today so i think that's interesting and then just initial reactions from people i mean you know the nba is healthy and strong and growing and that's just good news for everyone i guess and and the Utah Jazz have recently been placed under new ownership, so you've been able to kind of see firsthand when you get new faces, uh, new minds. Uh, Dwayne Wade's a part of it now. Uh, I I know that uh, you can you've been able to see uh, what what that can do for a franchise, particularly in Utah. I know it's a little bit different in Utah than maybe in some other markets, but you know when you get that new face in there, sometimes that can really provide a a jolt to not just an organization but to a fan base as well. Yeah, I agree. I mean. You know, the Jazz had an ownership change, and it wasn't quite like the Suns, who had some turmoil yeah. with Sarver and the a little bit different. A little bit different, but at the same time, you know, it's it for for us, it was a little scary because you know, I don't think the Millers were the greatest owners, but they also weren't the worst. They did a pretty good job running the Jazz, and and for the most part, ran them pretty well. Uh, and 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 did a good job just keeping you the Jazz in Utah, which is kind of one of the most important jobs when you're an owner. Is, Honestly, the biggest thing for fans is like, we just don't want our team to go somewhere else. We'll take a bad owner over, owner over having no team at all any day of the week. <laughs> so, you know, so I'm sure that's kind of solace for Suns fans knowing the Suns will be in Phoenix. I don't think that was ever an issue, but um, it's, you know, and so also there's just like that, that little bit where it's, it's going to be interesting for Suns fans. What, what, moves are they going to make how is the team going to change is it going to be a good owner a good owner a bad owner are they going to be really hands-on are they going to let people do their jobs are are they going to bring in lots of coaching staff and front office you know that's another thing i don't think people think about a lot is you know the owner can decide how big or small they want their front office do they ramp up their scouting department do they ramp up their their you know free agency team their player personnel people and things like that or do you know are they a cheap owner that doesn't do a good job with that you know those are things that maybe fans don't think about or see but they are things that make a franchise better and utah the jazz have improved in that way i know in a lot of ways especially the last five six years so 
we'll see what happens with Phoenix. It'll be interesting. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I, I did some half-assed internet research today. I mean, uh, this this <laughs> Matt Ishbia guy buys the the two teams for four billion dollars. Uh, a quick Google search tells me that his net worth is five point five nine billion. So there's still one point five nine billion left over. I would assume. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. It, it kind of said, but you know what? Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe this guy is is all in because he knows, like, hey, well, geez, this has to work, right? Maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, for him, his I guess his allowance is buying an NBA team. Mine is like buying 2K the next year or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little man. different. You, you know what it's about, James? It's just about you know buying a car without having a car payment. That's that's all we want. There you life, go. Right? If you could do that, you're living yeah. like a king. Yeah, yeah. James Hansen joining us, SLC Dunk on Basketball Central. We'll get to the jazz, I promise, in a couple of seconds. But last night, James, uh, Damian Lillard became the all-time Portland Trailblazers leading scorer. Uh, this is a guy who has wanted to stay in Portland. He's loyal to a fault. Uh, he keeps saying he wants to win there, wants to be a part of the solution. Do you think last night was, and Dame in general, really, but do you think that was a win for the, I guess, the smaller market NBA teams who can only win if they get lucky in the lottery? I, I felt good to see that last night because as excited as we get about player movement and all that stuff, it's good to see a story like Dame once in a while. Yeah, it's, you know, Damian Lillard is just an elite, elite NBA player, and he kind of gets a little overlooked just because he is in a smaller market that doesn't get a ton of, you know, doesn't get the same recognitions as the Golden States and the the Lakers and, you know, these big market teams. And so, uh, but for him to do that and to be loyal to that team is pretty, pretty awesome. You know, I it's, it's for Portland, they really, I mean, hitting a home run in the lottery is kind of an understatement because to get a guy like that, that is so electric, he's so fun to watch. Everything he does is just incredible. And it's not just like the scoring it's he's so clutch. I mean, how many playoff big time shots has he hit, you mm -hmm. know, playoff game winners and things like that. He's just, he's incredible. And then the fact that he wants to be there, he stays loyal to that, that city and, it's just, you know, you can't help but be happy, be happy for Portland fans. And I know a lot of the discussions with the NBA are about, well, how do you win the title? And and do you have to, like, trade games so you can get more draft picks and maybe get better? And it's like, yeah, you could do that, but then you wouldn't have this connection that Portland fans have with Damian Lillard, which is pretty special. It just doesn't happen all the time, you know? There's so much player movement. Players go from team to team these days you know kevin durant goes from oklahoma city to golden state to the nets you know donovan mitchell leaves utah goes to cleveland these types of things you just it's just kind of normal now you know Kawhi leonard leaves uh the spurs goes to toronto now he's in the on the clippers and so for dame to be on that team and to stay loyal to that team it's a pretty special thing and not something we see as often these days where you have that connection between fan base and player uh, just it's something to just be happy for Portland fans, I would say. And, and that kind of brings us to um, uh, Donovan Mitchell and, and why I wanted to have you on the show today. I mean, it wasn't Donovan's return to Salt Lake City. That is still um, to come. But uh, he faces his old team for the first time last night. Uh, Cavs win comfortably. Dame or uh, Mitchell looks pretty good. Um, how did it all look in your eyes? Because Mitchell himself said after the game that it was weird. Uh, did it look weird it was, to you? It was weird. I mean, it's just, it is what it is. You know, Donovan was not happy in Utah and, and, you know, that's totally understandable. And, and hopefully he's happy in Cleveland. It sounds like he is happy there. Um, but as far as like the basketball goes, it was just, 
I think before the season start, the thing about this Jazz season is most people thought the Jazz would be a lot worse than they've been. The fact they have an, a winning record right now is kind of remarkable. I think they're 17 and 16 at this point. Mm-hmm. So they've been scuffling. But at one point at the beginning of the year, they were, you know, like the number one team in the West, which is pretty wild. Yeah. So they've kind of come back to earth, which we all expected. But, you know, Utah still has a few of the problems they had last year. The what's been, I think, the most surprising thing for this Jazz team has been the offense has been so good. They've consistently been top five in the league in offense, which is just no one predicted that. It's pretty, pretty amazing. But they've also been bottom five defense all year. And Donovan Mitchell definitely took advantage of that. He yeah. torched them in the fourth quarter or in the first quarter. And I mean, he had 23 points in 22 minutes. He shot four for five from three. He was just out of his mind. And he kind of showed why he was, you know, just an elite level target for a lot of teams that were looking to trade for him. And, and I, you have to think that Cleveland is pretty happy with him. I mean, they've got Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell as their two guards, and then they've got, you know, Okoro that is their wing defender and then Mobley and Allen. I mean, that's a pretty complete team. If you are, you, you want to talk about weaknesses that you're going to get nitpicky because I mean, they've just got like all their bases covered. And so it's, I don't think it's, and I think they have the number one defense in the NBA right now, Cleveland does. So, you know, Utah last night was missing Kelly Olynyk and, and Colin Sexton. But I think if, if Kelly Olynyk being out is the reason you're losing games, maybe you're in trouble <laughs> a little bit. As much as I like Kelly Olynyk, and I think he's been in a really important part of what the Jazz do. Um, I don't know if I was all that surprised. And you knew that Donovan was going to come out and try to just, you know, play hard and show why he's great. And he is great. And he did. He was amazing. And so. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I don't know what else to say. He hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the, the way that, the, the way that I look at it in terms of like roster building in today's NBA, you can either do it like the Cavs or you can commit to and I'm 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 uh censoring myself, star bleepery uh, like the Lakers basically <laughs> where you're just constantly floundering. Um so much of, you know, when you bring players in, it's about fit. And we and we kind of got into it there. 
I feel like Donovan Mitchell has found the perfect fit for his talents because that'll that'll get us to the Utah situation in a second. But you watch him with that Cleveland team and you go, hey, this potentially could be a finals team. I don't know that we could have thought that in Utah the last handful of years. Yeah, I mean, he really is just I mean, when he was in Utah, he had such a high usage percentage, but that was partly because he had to. I mean, you had Mike Conley playing off of him, but it was the Donovan Mitchell show. Um, he has better. Well, I, I, yeah, I think he does probably have some I, similar spacing. Jared Allen can do a little more in the post than Rudy Gobert could. But the fact that he has Darius Garland next to him, I think is an underrated aspect. I think people were worried, you know, how would he fit? Is he going to take shots from Garland? How are they going to find like a balance there between the two? And, and Donovan Mitchell, I think people don't, didn't realize when he was in Utah, he was an elite spot up three point shooter when when he's getting catch and shoot threes he's one of the best in the nba and so to be next to darius garland who's such a good point guard and sets him up it makes sense that his percentages have all gone up because he's taking better shots you know and darius garland is an all-star so you know he's playing off of of garland who's going to get attention and so that's just a really tough team to guard and so if you can uh if they can stay healthy and if they can figure out ways to take advantage of teams in the playoffs, I think I don't know why they're, there's no reason why they couldn't also be the team that comes out of the East. They're really good. They're a really good team. James Hansen of SLC Dunk joining us on Basketball Central. James uh, Mitchell told Mark Spears that uh, the basketball fit didn't work in Utah with Rudy Gobert. Now, he also alluded to some of the off the court stuff as well. But um, now that you've heard that, is it a little like closure? Because we could all kind of see it. That's that's all we talked about uh, post-COVID, basically, with those two and, and with that particular group. D- does it feel good to hear that, though, and, and to hear Donovan say that? Because I don't think he had necessarily done that before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it is kind of, in a way, closure. Because, you know, he, there were, th- you know, the 2020 season was filled with a lot of, of th- social justice things that were going on that really put a spotlight on some of the problems here in Utah. Mm -hmm. and and we know that that was tough for him and and you know i it's one of those things it's like this this state has a lot that it needs to get better at it's just a fact you know Mm -hmm. there's problems here and there just there just is and anyone who says there's not well you know maybe you're just not seeing it but um you know so and we knew that there were issues like that it really ramped up during the bubble and the all those different things happening and then you know those next two or three seasons it really felt like there was kind of a a divide there and you know it's 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 a tough topic because you know you're you're wanting to root for him you want things to be better but then just things happen in utah that that suck and and you know utah i think is better for having had donovan mitchell i think honestly the you know it was a tough period um, for him, but I think he, maybe he doesn't see it because I know he's on social media and he sees the comments on Instagram and Twitter and things. But just as someone here in Utah, I've personally seen some positive impact that he's had. People are discussing the things that they might not normally discuss and 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 talking about things they wouldn't normally talk about. And and the fact is, Utah is just not as diverse as as you know, like New York or Cleveland, we're just not. And so it's, it's kind of an uphill battle for Utah. I think people are trying, but there's definitely people here that could try harder. That's for sure. And so um, I think for me, I, the way I look at it is like Utah's better off for having Donovan Mitchell. We're sad that 
he wasn't comfortable here, you know, but happy for him that he's happy in Cleveland and, and all we can do is just try to be better and learn and grow and, and, you know, hopefully the next star that comes to Utah will be happy here. And, and I, I guess that's all you can do. I don't know, but it does feel like there's some closure and, and, you know, I'm ha- personally happy for him and I know jazz fans are too. It's, it's just, it's one of those where, what can you do? We, it'll, you know, hopefully get better next time around with our next star. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Uh, one thing he did say uh, though, James last night, and he sounded awfully relatable when he said it, uh, he was talking about adjusting to Cleveland. He said, I'm still getting used to the highways. Uh, I've, I've oh. never, I've never been to Utah. I've never been to Salt Lake city. I can tell you up here in Vancouver that our highway system is, uh, not very complicated at all. Uh, I go, yeah. to, I go to LA and I'm terrified. So can you just shine some light <laughs> on that? Like, like, is it, is it simple <laughs> driving? It, in, in Utah? Yeah. Did he say, I guess I missed that part. Yeah. The simple, the, I, Utah's pretty straightforward in, with mm. highways. I mean, it's funny. Like I, I, when I hear that, I'm like, well, you know, just get a mount for your iPhone and just use your maps, I guess. <laughs> but like, you know, it's, you know, there's the spaghetti bowl here. It's called, that's where all the highways kind of interlock near the okay. downtown and, um, but outside we have a thing here in Salt Lake called the grid and everything, it actually goes back to pioneer times. So every street is literally like a grid. And so it's actually not too, once you're off the freeway, things are pretty straightforward here, but yeah. So I guess he's just getting used to the freeways. It's pretty straightforward. here. <laughs> it's not, it's not hard to get from point A to point B here. It's not well, LA. I can tell you that we're definitely not that big. So, well, well, good, good. I'm glad, I'm glad I can learn something on this show every once in a while. That's a good thing. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's why you tune in. <laughs> um, the jazz are five and 12 after a 12 and one start Colin Saxton's missed time. Um, is it just a regression? I mean, like we're all kind of waiting for this. I guess what I'm trying to say is, is Danny Ainge still happy? Is everything still on schedule? schedule here well we heard that report um we actually heard i think danny Ainge is doing something because we heard a report from sham sharania that the jazz had been talking with atlanta and then jake fisher a few days later from yahoo he reported something similar but had actually named names that the jazz had been looking at john collins and jared vanderbilt had been named and kind of a three-team trade with phoenix who we've talked about um apparently that fell fell through because of just picks and things which also makes me wonder if it fell through because Danny Ainge is notoriously difficult (laughs) so yeah but I I think they're trying I mean this we talked about how the Jazz started off so hot but now that they miss you know they missed Colin Sexton they missed Mike Conley for a while they've really started skidding a little bit they're about there I think they're one game under above 500 right now and they're losing more than they're winning it feels like and so I we'll see what they do. I think it's kind of a crossroads at this point, because do you want to be just a play in team that is fun to root for that gets knocked out? Or are you interested in getting kind of a top six to seven pick in the draft? Go for that. I think that's probably what they were expecting to do before the year started. And it's, you know, because the surprise start, it changed their viewpoint a little bit, but I think the last two, three weeks has really, kind of shown what the jazz are that they do have serious flaws on defense. They really do kind of lack an elite playmaker that, you know, they had with Donovan Mitchell. They don't have it anymore. And so I, there's just some serious flaws with this team. And I think the scouting report on the jazz is out. Teams kind of know how to attack the jazz. And so we'll see what they do. My, I would imagine they're probably going to make a trade sometime before trade deadline. James really appreciate this. All the best to the holiday season. And uh, I look forward to doing it again soon. You bet. Hey, thanks for having me.